0: Shri LaGuruDev ki, <coughs> ki, ki jai Shri Man ki jai Shri Ani Nam ki jai Shri sri Radha bihari Bihariju ki jai Shri Giti Raj Shumaraj ki jai Shri Shri Gadai Gauranga ki jai Gaur Bhaktavinda ki jai Gaur Bhaktavinda ki jai Good afternoon, all of you. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Is there something to put this a little bit higher? Yeah. Some some stuff that may measure this one box or something? If it's possible, if not. Whatever. <laughs> <So. laughs> like this, something. Some some or Maybe the. <laughs> yeah? Let's see that one. I think she has a box. Then, right here. Yeah, oh. no. It's uh, so okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so <clears throat> today we are gathering after our five day series of studies in the regarding the prayers of Thakur Bhakti and he's now the Bhavataranga, approaching Srinara Hari, Bhagavan Srimhadev, the pursuit of Ragamak so after closing that session yesterday, quote-unquote closing, unlimited, it's not possible, but somehow, so the idea is today to share some place, a space for questions and answers, whatever you may like us to ask about. I remember Moranga Priya has one topic, so I have to begin with, with her. Are you able to repeat that question that you sent for while that time? Do you remember no <laughs> oh that's
1: really good mm-hmm. Okay. Get up text <laughs> message oh well it's not on the topic of. it might be better to stay on there might be more questions mm-hmm. about the topic mm-hmm.
0: whatever mm-hmm. whatever not necessarily whatever meanwhile if any, any anyone else has any other question then we can Mahamanta has another question I do it's a I think it's okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is okay. Okay. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. Um thank you so much for talking to us all these days and mm-hmm. it's been amazing. Um, yesterday you were saying how prayer is difficult and it's it's a hard thing. And honestly, I always thought Prayer was the easiest thing until, like, the more I heard from different devotees, it seemed to be more and more complicated. Um, Because I guess we're not supposed to ask for anything, but then I thought, well, who else are you going to talk to? And who else are you going to reveal everything to, maybe in the form of prayer, but the Supreme Lord Krishna or... Mm -hmm. um, so what is the appropriate
0: way to pray? <laughs> that's, that's maybe one of the most difficult questions to, to answer. <laughs> In one sense there is no answer, one point to that. <laughs> yeah, but but as we say, yes, but to become that very thing yourself, as we were yesterday make this, making this display of words about this... One who speaks is a speaker, one who plays is a player, and one who prays is a uh, English grammar allows for that. In Spanish I couldn't make that same connection, <laughs> but here I'm speaking in English, so I have to take full advantage of, <laughs> of the advantages of your language. So uh, so yeah, you ultimately in that sense I, I mean prayer is difficult. I, I don't mean to over-complicate things you must say, but for me it's easy no no it cannot be easy it has to be difficult I, I, don't, say, I don't mean that but, but also there is there is always this healthy like questioning that whatever I think it's easy I mean there is place for that on a certain level but on another level I realize it was not as easy as I thought I mean, Vishwanath Chakrabart, Thakur mentions this in, gives this in, intimation when he speaks in the context of Utsama Yi and all the remaining stages of anishtita Vajana kriya. And he says, in the beginning of your practice, your path will be anishtita which means, you follow my mudra. So, unstable, ups and downs. But it will begin like, with a ride on the top like experience. Called <laughs> 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 utsa which utsa means like, I mean, Possessed by enthusiasm means. Utsa means enthusiasm and ma'i means like full off. But generally what he mentions is that full of enthusiasm-like stage comes from the idea that, okay, I'm just beginning and it seems I'm mastering the whole thing in, in a few days. So it was not that difficult. All these mystics and weird people and Swami saying it's difficult to pray. I mean... I chanted two, three times and I saw some likes and, and experienced some stuff and, and, and I'm not, I don't mean to, de, to deny those experiences but the point is we have to sustain whatever came to us. You know? We are Vaishnavas. So Vaishnav has to do with some way with Vishnu. <laughs> In Vishnu is the sustainer. In Vishnu is the deity of sustainability. So as Vaishnavs, our duty is to maintain whatever has been created or has come to us. And we, we know it. you cannot maintain anything without developing that thing. It's not that I can maintain something on the exact same spot as it began. Like maintaining, I don't know, a relationship. How you maintain a relationship? Just, I mean, there's no other way apart from making the relationship more and more upgraded. So, vaishnavism is a relationship, basically. <laughs> yeah. Spiritual project is all about relationships. It's sambanda from from tip to toe. This idea of sambanda, everything is related, interrelated, interconnected. It's all about relationships. That's the conceptual orientation that will guide our practice. The idea that there is a relationship among everything. We call that sambanda. Sambanda means like full link, if you will. Sambanda, everything is fully linked with another thing. So. And and for us, that's the knowledge that will naturally uh, translate into action. I mean, whatever we consider Abhide or the practice is just the natural outcome of knowing how everything is interrelated. The more you know how much everything is interrelated, that will take you to a certain particular movement in life. That's what we call practice. (laughs) It's not so much, okay, now I will sit and do my practice. as we we're speaking today. Like someone I won't say the names, but someone say, okay, someone asked me what's my service. No, what may I, what, what question? I don't know what to reply. What's my service? I'm not Pujari, I'm not book distributor, I'm not sannyasi, I'm not but at the same time, hopefully everything I'm trying to do is service. <laughs> Because if I say, well, my service is to do this, the next question is, so what are you doing the rest of the day? (laughs) When you stop doing that? (laughs) When you stop doing your service? So hopefully my service is to go to the bathroom, to have a shower, to raise my children, to go shopping, all that in the context of Krishnanamashilanam, favorable, Anukulian and Krishnanamashilanamakurita. So, in that sense I say, to pray is difficult because again, to pray means to become prayer, and to become prayer is not only that not, that's not only has to do with like I don't know like become fully imbibed of in, of what you are doing in that moment, official day, moment of the day that you are maybe sitting on prayer or whatever, but to act out your your beliefs, your belief system, if you will, your your whole belief system has to be act act out on a daily basis, and as Thomas Merton says, that I like it a lot, especially in the most ordinary moments, of your daily life, and what, as much as you do that, I believe that you believe in God, I will say, <laughs> because you can say, I believe in God, I believe in Krishna, I believe in this, but I, as much as you act out those words, and you are not only paying lip service to them, okay, I believe that you believe, <laughs> basically, because if not, I mean, we can just, pirate the the dogma only become pirates in that sense, and we are to become pirates in the other sense, as we were speaking the other day, the Mahamantra was chasing the the birds away from the garden in a very loving way, loving way <laughs> <laughs> because the birds were really like putting their beak beak mm-hmm. in, in the berries and, and but her concern was mainly because they are putting the beak in the berries and the berries. I cannot offer them to the deity because he already tasted them. That was the main concern, not so much an anti bird campaign or something. <laughs> but also, the conclusion was she told me, but when the birds are putting their beak in the berries, they're made it sweeter. Huh? So the next idea was so, with even more reason, you have to offer those berries to Bhagavan. <laughs> Let the bees, the, the birds, make their service to sweetened the fruit, so they can, no. basically, no, and, and the point is similar, to the parrot, hmm? the parrot, did they say that, bites a fruit, and makes it sweeter, so, we are to parrot, something in that sense, not just to parrot, in the, dry sense, but to, add, extra sweets, to whatever is sweet, already is there, so, I, I, w- I remember seeing one, I think I shared that with you, some time ago, one interview with, one very quite well-known public intellectual nowadays Jordan Peterson he's a clinical psychologist and once someone asked him like he generally doesn't say he believes in God but he says that he acts as if God exists (laughs) because for him it was too much too, too much to say I believe in God because he was making this point if I really believe in God I will be I mean if I if I really start to grasp What's which are the implications of believing in God? I mean, I, I not start to imagine what does it mean fully, and how I should be behaving accordingly to that. So I don't want to to be too like rushing into that idea and say I believe in God. So I, say, I act as if He exists, like trying to get closer to that. But I don't I I I don't feel it's I'm ready to say I believe in God because who knows which are the implications of doing that in the every single sense of the term <laughs> so th- this idea has to do with, with prayer because again prayer is a again you have to become prayer so that means you have to become a walking unity of <laughs> of that type of reality so it means it's not that you are praying only when you are praying but you are praying at every moment whatever you are doing so in that sense I say it's not easy because prayer has a, such a wide scope that it's not limited to the official moment you enter into the, the chamber, if you will, your bhajan Kutri. Okay, now I'll go to pray. Please do not interrupt me. Okay, we we have to begin somewhere. Right? <laughs> but eventually, the idea is that, as our Gurmas would say, our our sitting becomes our walking. Now I will sit to pray, but then I have to wake up and walk. You have to walk your talk, and you have to walk your sitting. Mm. If you will. <laughs> during sitting, you may talk also. No, mm-hmm. maybe nobody's there, but someone is there <laughs> taking notes. Okay, well, let's see how much you walk your sitting. Then after this, <laughs> <laughs> at every moment that's happening. I was speaking with Vakti Ras yesterday. She was like telling me, Oh, Marash, thank you for the class and this and that. I say, well, that's so hard to de- give this class because right after finishing the class or even during the class, immediately I, I feel all this like, current of tests coming to see how much you walk your talk, boy. <laughs> 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 you, 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 you say all these fancy things. Let's see. Let's see how much you, you believe in them. How much you don't want to be a hypocrite. In the name of the highest idea that will be the worst possible thing i mean to take the highest most noble idea and just make a a fancy show or presentation of that i mean at one point it can be tempting (laughs) that's one of the tests in the sadhika's journey and that can be part of his her messiness as well (laughs) so that that's that that was my point with the difficulty. I mean, already it's difficult to pray when sitting. I'm not saying it's just I sit and you no, know, you pray, you press prayer mode, and you are there. But again, the point is how much we like extend the realm of of, of prayer to every single act, and we get to that point that yang there is non-duality in the sense that everything becomes that one thing. We we stop functioning. In dual terms, Mm -hmm. I mean that's basic, Vedantic knowledge. But (laughs) we have to walk the Vedanta. (laughs) We have to walk non-duality. No understanding that there is no spiritual life and material life. At some point, the difference has to disappear. There is not my service and something else. (laughs) If I still retain that notion, still there is. Some way to go, so there is no prayer moment and non prayer moment I mean we, there may be now, but that that shows the, the more we have this duality, it shows which is the way we have to go yet, and it's okay that's a way of understanding where I am how, how long do I have to walk so so mo- mostly that was that was the notion try to <clears throat> So, yeah, to, to embrace the full implications of our tradition, of, of, of every theistic or every tradition, mystical tradition, to become mystics. It's to become, again, that's a full business, 24-7, as they say here, 24-7 engagement. It's not a weekend business, hobby business, vacation, mystic, sorry, not business, not like mystic. So, it's a, a, a passionate vocation, if you will. <clears throat> so some ideas I don't know we can continue but I, I, I saw some hands rising over here and there so. and I
2: I just wanted to clarify so basically you're just saying that like by engaging in service that's your form of prayer like full time
3: so
0: okay. yeah I mean by engaging in service that's your full prayer you say
3: engaging in service full time is your is the is prayer It's like a form of
0: yeah I mean the point is these are all 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 of these are concepts so I, it's important to really get like beyond the concept beyond the word because we we say service and maybe each each of the you are like fifteen people here, so it's a service, and we may have fifteen simultaneous different ideas of what service and I do not mean there's only one possible idea of service, but there can be many wrong ideas about services. <laughs> or some ideas that are correct for some stage, but not for our stage, we need to upgrade them, as we said the other day, not to remain Sahaja, <laughs> and upgrade our, even, like, upgrade our glossary, of term, we know, all this means, Krishna means this, Harinam means this, service means this, and during some years, that glossary is okay, but after some years, you have to, <laughs> recalibrate, every single meaning, of every single term, because it will, come to mean something else like again it's a relationship we are relating with all the things so I'm sure that if I ask I don't know Dana what does it mean Gorabani for you now her reply won't be the same like eight years back because I mean I hope because if the same after eight years I I wonder how you remain together (laughs) (laughs) Every single year, is given the same answer. Like, oh, no, uh, this is, this is uh, 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 it's like, oh, it's not possible. <laughs> so when we speak about service and prayer, all this again is, I'm, I'm developing a relationship with service, prayer, blah, 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 blah. So it has to upgrade itself. So, so as we say, service is not doing stuff, as we mentioned the other day. No, I will do service. It's more how I approach whatever I do, basically. Mm-hmm. I can be inside the altar as close as possible to the deity, who knows with which weird idea in mind, and I can be passing a stool in the context of Seva. <laughs> that's possible. You have to be high Vaishnava to, to reach that stage, maybe, but that's, I mean, the game, the potential of of bhakti is just to embrace everything we do, especially the ordinary. Mm-hmm. So, so I will say that in connection to service and prayer, I will say that prayer is is something that will be like really instrumental for, for better grasping what service, basically. I would prefer to put that in that particular order. Like, we will pray to try to... Approach service in the proper way to understand what service because if, if we do not approach bhakti seva in a prayerful mood, it means we do not understand what's that because seva is like a very high privilege. It's not that just I will do service, like it's my right, it's not your right. <laughs> bhakti is not your right, bhakti is a gift. So, Bhakti allows you to engage in seva. So, it's not something that you force, I will do that. No, it's something that I'm allowed to engage in such a noble sphere. So, it's so delicate, so high. I must approach that in a prayerful mood again. It's not just like a joke. That's what Brahma understood. (laughs) Gyampreyasudapasya namanta, ego. He say I, uh, he had four heads, as Gurumash so Guru Mahal used like to say. He thinks in the four directions, the biggest scientist in the whole universe. No? Four heads, like... And at this point, the Brahmin, Bonhalila, the four heads were like, spinning. <laughs> Christian showed something else. And his conclusion was, Namanda Eva. The only way to approach these realities, by doing this, I will get much more knowledge than by trying to make make smoke coming out of my foreheads all together. <laughs> I try my best c- to understand, but this will be much more effective. In prayerful mood, again, approaching the infinite by fully acknowledging my fin- finiteness, whatever, the words there. So the, the more you acknowledge your finiteness, probably, the more the infinite will will feel inclined towards revealing itself to you because so I will say it's important to to conceive yeah whatever we do in service because if not we, we get accustomed to the extraordinary and that's a big problem and danger. Like we we are surrounded by extraordinary items rasat, harinam, sadhusangat, takurji, baishnav, I mean every item of bhakti not of this from this world. <laughs> But like you get accustomed to that at one point. Oh, yeah. Kirtan. Ah, oh, devoted. Yeah. Uh, Diti. Yeah, give me the incense. <laughs> so you take the, the extraordinary, and because of not having a proper, prayerful mood, that becomes like, okay, Diti, TV, Harinam, whatever, music, pop music, Rashadun, Starbucks, starts to... One start to merge with each other at one point. It's like, okay, what's going on here? So, we have to have a clear demarcation line between the two because one is under the, the influence of one particular Shakti and the other under this, the shelter of another Shakti. my Shakti, of Shakti. So. so yeah, it's like, and that's a daily tapasya, I would say, daily discipline we have to like penance we have to engage in like to take the time to really again recalculate recalibrate how does how does it say in english the gps recalculating recalculating recalculating, <laughs> recalculating means you are wrong in the wrong place recalculating, <laughs> recalculating. So, so we need to, to embrace that function <laughs> because so many cases we are going oh recalculating what I'm supposed to do, what's the reality of this, what's the ontology of everything that is surrounding me, recalculating who I am, what's that, re all this Zambanda, this basic foundational knowledge we received from day one, over and over and over again. And not as a bore, boring thing, but something really interesting. So and at one point that, that will be the result even the most single simple thing that you consider a daily affair will be approached with such reverence and such love and such mm-hmm. as, as, as we were speaking some sometime back with Rigupad about bhakti promote Puri Maharaj and there's, there are some nice videos that he he's just filmed maybe chanting Japa or doing anything <laughs> Opening a book, everything he did was an event, a devotional event, no? Because it was done with such prayerful mode. I mean, he was taking his jap mala from the malika and putting, and this all take like minutes and minutes before starting officially to chant. We generally put the hand on and play. Something like that, no? Huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> At least you have to do like this. <laughs> it's not Iron there; it's there here. <laughs> <blanks>. <laughs> <laughs> but he was such, you no, know, like really, really, really felt. I mean, he's there; he's in the real thing. Mm-hmm. Or he had like a big box with different like remnants from different places and deities and, and dust from this tier. So he will. He has. There's like one video that is like an hour, and he's so alone there, and someone like left the camera there or something. <laughs> and he's in his bed and taking one and opening, looking with some prayer, looking closing, opening the, like one hour, and you are like, you are totally mesmerized by just seeing a pure soul approaching every atom of reality with the proper conception that's what's going on there so, nothing else and nothing less than that <laughs> so I was feeling well okay I'm supposed to reach that point someday yeah. that's the that's committing the committed experience you had it's not that oh how nice you like Maharaj but oh, it's for him, he's Purimara yeah he's Purimara and, and and he's trying to tell you you are to re- to come here with me basically, you are to join me <laughs> As we say, Guru is our potential appearing in front of us. It's not just some nice guy that is like inspiring you. If you get inspired by your Guru, but you don't feel committed to surrender to that inspiration and reach that same place, that so-called inspiration is actually your exploitation and you're just enjoying your senses through your, your Master. Oh, he's so inspir- inspiring, he speaks so nicely, he sings so nicely, he blah, blah. blah. But in your heart, you don't feel the call. I am to join him there. If you don't embrace that, that's hypocrisy. And that's enjoyment. Your Guru is just like an entertainment and buffoon or something. Oh, he comes, he sings, he speaks nicely. We are like, ah, we are so happy now. (laughs) But the call is deeper than that. He's calling you. Here I am. Come to me. The Guru is a whole portal coming to your life every single moment. Available every single moment. So, yeah, that's the result of approaching service in a prayerful mode. And the point is that if you are in a prayerful mode, again, everything is service. Srila Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta, Sarasvati will say that. The, the arti plate that contains incense and ghee lamp, water, and so on, it symbolizes also earth, water, fire, air, ether, all these five elements. And all these creation is made of five elements. So that plate represents the whole creation. So what you do with the whole creation represented in the plate, you offer to Bhagavan. So he will say, this plate represents that everything around you is potential paraphernalia to be engaged in the service of Bhagavan. Therefore, to be approached reverentially. Because everything has the potential to be offered in bhakti. You follow me. Sometimes someone is cooking and I say, okay, I want to, to see or to smell because that will be offered to the deity, okay. But it's not only with that thing that will be offered to the deity. Everything has the potential to be offered to the deity. And this is the most difficult thing. You have the potential to be offered to the deity. <laughs> so in the same way that you have to take so much care not to spoil the offering, you are cooking mm-hmm. or whatever you yourself are the offering not to be spoiled. <laughs> so, how much we take care of that on our daily basis, that's, that's Adana, basically. That's practice. How much I'm sacralizing? No. Sacrificing? No. Like sacred? Yeah.
3: Sanctifying?
0: Yeah. How much I, I am willing to sanctify my, each one of my daily steps in, in the direction of becoming a suitable offering. Mm-hmm to be relished by Bhagavan for eternity. That, that's the goal. I mean, we are to be swallowed and chewed and ruminated on by Bhagavan for eternity. So we have to become fit for that because he doesn't eat boga. <laughs> he only tastes high-quality prasad, if you will. <laughs> so we are the offering. Over and over again, that's the conclusion in bhakti. I'm, actually, I'm not offering. All the other things I'm offering are just like a, a preface for me to understand, I am the one to jump into the fire. Oh. The, the grain of rice entering into the swaha. I mean, that's. I have to feel out. I'm, I I see my face in that grain of rice. Oh. I'm reflected there, so it's nice to throw rice to the fire, but it may be not nice to enter us into the fire. <laughs> but that's the idea. Yeah. Mm. Those are the first two syllables levels, at the very beginning of creation. Tapas. Tapas, which means you are to enter into the fire. Tapas means fire. Again, don't be scared. No, that's this is glorious and this is beautiful (laughs) because our higher prospect will be there. Mm. The more we enter into that fire, the more our bright, brilliant self will come onto the surface. Mm. So, something like that. What else? Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's following this. It could be tempting, you know, listening to this uh, this series of lectures, it could be tempting to think, oh, Maharaj has given me encouragement to be a better devotee, to have more integrity. Because a lot of you are talking about not to have this victim consciousness, and Mm. um, so much is about the nuts and bolts of integrity, you know. to mature and not hide like what was that you said about impersonalism is also just like hiding in the crowd. Oh I joined this, but this is still impersonalism. I'm not preaching my Bad, but I'm an impersonalist mm. because I'm avoiding the responsibility to individuate. Mm-hmm. So all this and what you are saying now about Jordan Peterson and mm. you know, walking also well, Gurmar said, I love that. Mm. Walk your sitting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um just, I hear it like this is integrity, you know, an in integrity like a cup with no cracks. Mm-hmm. And it could be tempting to think, oh, Maharaj is here, he's giving so much time to help me, like, yeah, I reflect on how I could be a better person, a better devotee, more integrity, you know, more coherent. Mm-hmm. But the context of everything you've been talking about, you dropped from the beginning this word, and it keeps coming, and I've heard what I've seen of your Guru Maharaj, also it's quite explicitly, the point is about Raghun bhakti. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about integrity in, the context of Mm Rāg. And I want to ask about, like, I think that what I'm understanding, just reflecting right now is this, a a need for the cup to be able to do this Rāg, Anuga Bhakti, and not leak on my shoes, this Mm -hmm. like gift from the Parampara, you could aspire for this, you could appreciate this, Nitya Seva. But so one thing, there's a container of the integrity, but then what is done inside there? My question is about methodology. Mm about Ravana Bhakti, and particularly I was thinking about, and it's just, I, don't I don't want to make too unnecessarily complicated, but like Siddha Krishna's Baba, He's sitting at uh, Manasi Ganga, and He puts together his Gurtika. We were talking also with Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu the other day. This Gurtika about how to meditate on Gauranga's pastimes, as a bridge to bridge, And then also, we've been speaking a little some mantras and things, of Dhyan Chandra Goswami, Padati, and, there are these manuals that are about methodology. Mm-hmm. But it's called Archan Smara. so it's like archang, regulated thinking. Because mm-hmm. I could have integrity and I want this thing, but what about? Is there like a method that I need to? How my question is: How important is applying a method? You know, what is what is to be done technically to make this Bhakti happening? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> especially as it different is it this Archan Smaran this kind of okay every day you think obviously we're not going to spend the whole day thinking all day long inside we have things to do outside also but you know I'm sitting with my Gurudev and my Param Gurudev and my Parapara Gurudev and we're going to see the awakening of Goranga and there's a whole method and it's like every day just like you do the regulated external practices regulated thinking to grow these feelings mm-hmm. inside of the container of the integrity that you're giving a lot of attention to mm-hmm. and I wonder is this method stuff more for, is this for mm. Ajat, Ruchi, Sadak, like Nisha, mm. beginning of Rāg, okay, we're sober enough, mature enough, I want what Gudeva is talking about, I want to cultivate this aspiration, mm. properly honor what he's given his life to make possible. He didn't come here just, and you didn't come here either, just to make me a better person, mm. more sattvic, mm. more integrity, like I could have Jordan Peterson for that. Mm. You came here to feed my Rāg, and bhakti. Mm. You know? So, how do I not treat you like a buffoon? Or a like a buffoon? They're <laughs> like, ah, yeah, thank you, that's nice. I put some coins in my sapvagoon, uh, enjoyment of material life, and mm-hmm. actually take advantage of growing my eternal individuation. What is this method? Is for, is it for the person who doesn't have ruchi yet, and they should, aha, uh-huh, aha, uh-huh, like, saturate the mind? Or is it for the person who does have ruchi? What, where we are, in general, and you can't really generalize too much, but... Mm-hmm. What about how important is a regulated method? (coughs) If it's spontaneous devotion, you just sit down and you think about what Gurudev said and you let what comes naturally, or should it be every day I try to think, okay, now is the time, I'm going to practice every day, Hmm. you know, this is the time of day that Gurudev is there in his sadaka sarup nicha and I'm there. Hmm. Am I going to do that every day, every day, every day to grow it, or is that more advanced, is that not applicable method? I just feel like... Hmm. I don't want to miss that you're here about Raghunuga Bhakti.
0: You don't want to... I
3: don't want to miss the fact that you're here mm. about Raghunuga mm. And there's all this help about integrity so that there's anything possible inside of there. But then what to do inside of there. Mm.
0: Okay. Yeah, thank you for the question. <coughs> mm. And thank you for the reminder because I totally agree that we can speak about integrity and fearlessness and all these elements that can be also applied to someone who is even an atheist. <laughs> and sattvic. I mean, you can be sattvic and be non-believer, basically. So, the point is, of course, in brief words, our goal is not sattva. <laughs> but if we sometimes speak about sattva, is in certain contexts we need to, as, as Guru Mahath will say, to have a proper horizontal development so we can mm-hmm. embrace the vertical development. So we need some basis on our material, body, mind, psychology, emotions, but understand that's not the goal. Because sometimes that that's a tricky thing. You may rush too quickly on the vertical development, but the whole building has not foundation, so it won't last, or you can spend too much time in in digging the the hole for the foundation and you dig so much (laughs) that you are like 50, 100 feet down and when you want, oh my God, how do I get out of this (laughs) hole now? (laughs) And I didn't even put the first brick (laughs) in the name of digging a foundation. So also that's the tricky part. And and I've seen sometimes the boat is getting entangled in we need to be human and we need to take, atten- pay attention to our emotions and our relatives and it's okay but in the context of spirituality uh, our spirituality if we will <laughs> as the Vaishnav is Raghavakti as we, I, I yesterday we briefly mentioned how this Raghavakti is the, the path of specificity we spoke recently also right? so specificity means there are many details there waiting for us and it's not, against some intellectual like recollection. So many things to know and details, and I've memorized every single color of every, the sari of every single Gopi assistant of Sri Rada, so I know all this, not necessarily in that sense, <laughs> only at least. <laughs> so, regarding Tamal Krishna's question and, and, and methodology, of course, as he himself said, uh, it's impossible to give like one answer that will apply to everyone because one size, as they say, it does not fit all. Every single devotee is not in the same stage and even on different stages every single devotee is not the same person. So it's not necessarily that at some stage every devotee has to do certain I mean we are one as our Guru Maharaj will say we are one in sadhana and sorry in in Sambanda. In tatua in Siddhanta ideally. Ideally. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, we are not one in, in the cold Gautias and Prada in, in Siddhanta yet. <laughs> there are some differences lingering. Uh, but ideally, that's the idea. We are one in Siddhanta. And, 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 and we are we may there and if that oneness is there, that may allow for differences in Abidea and Prayojan. But we have to be one in Siddhanta ideally, because mm-hmm. we are Members of the same Sampradaya, Gaudiya sampradaya. And a sampradaya. What does it mean, Sampradaya? Sampradaya. Pradaya means like giving, and Sam means fully. So, something that gives fully, gives fully what? Siddhanta. Because a Sampradaya will differ from another Sampradaya because they have a different Siddhanta. Sampradaya is a school of thought. Mm-hmm. So, they give a particular line of thought, mm-hmm. a particular Siddhanta. So, if, if we are members of the same Sampradaya, means we share a common Siddhanta. <laughs> the more, as much as we are not in line with that, our attempts of abideya and Preojan will be fractured, will be affected. We may get together for kirtan or for whatever social gathering, but if in Zidant there we still have some differences, our avideya, kirtan, and so on, there will be some missing links there. So it's important to establish this unity in Siddhanta. And as much as we have this unity in Siddhanta, Tatva, Sambandha, whatever diversity comes out of that in Abhideya and in Prayojan, that's to be celebrated. And there's a place for diversity, mm-hmm. but the unity has to be, again, as like a foundation. Mm-hmm. So there is, again, diversity in in that case in Prayojan, as we mentioned the other day, we are not racists. <laughs> there is place for Madhurya Bhav, there is place for Sakyabhav, or Sampradaya, and so on. Hmm. Gore hmm. hmm. We are not racist, we're not racists in the context of Rasa, we say this that's racism. <laughs> so there's place for diversity in Prayojan, but also there's place for diversity in Avideya. It's not that and that's my point, the methodology or sadhana is exactly the same for everyone, because there are devotees who will have a higher affinity for whatever, kirtan, smaran, different angas of bhakti, shravan, and we see in the Bhagavad there are different examples of people attaining perfection through each one of them, Sukadev mm-hmm. Pariksha, yesterday we mentioned, Pralat himself, smaran, mm-hmm. and so on. So, that's it. <laughs> of course, at the same time, there is some general course to take, but also again, in, uh, that course to take is to be to be engaged in under the guidance and shelter of of Sri Guru, Diksha Guru, Gurus. So all the stuff that will like appear on the way is to be like consulted with them, and and I will like check my check on my affinities and whatever is coming and receive some feedback and what to do, do this. Uh, like, like even Bhakti Takur was sharing interestingly in connection to something even like Siddha, Siddha Pranali. He will say, like, Siddha Pranali, the Guru may share the information of one particular identity, that, but that will be kind of a placebo. Placebo, you say in English? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? Like, okay, you have this affinity, I see this is coming, so you are this. This and this and that, and that. try this one. <laughs> and in time, I say, that's Kegor, but this detail is not fitting that much. Okay, let's adjust this one a little bit. Now, try again. How, 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 much, how about now? Oh, that is, it's fitting more. <laughs> so eventually, that, become, that will become yourself, if you will. So that type of imagination for us is not fantasy. And that's an important point. It's not fantasy because it's an imagination that is being exercised under the shelter of the Surup Shakti in the context of Guru Seva. And there's some discipline in between. So it's not fantasy. That's a different thing. It's not mental speculation. <laughs> I'm going to that point for a minute, like to show how much there is play for this recalibration of things so m- going back to to <clears throat> to Tamal Krishna's question regarding where when to do that if to do that or not and blah 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 uh, this blah 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 is not negative No, so I don't use that a lot I don't know if that's negative in English language just asking <laughs> when I say blah 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 I'm not saying oh he's speaking so much <laughs> <laughs> but I say that many times yeah. so I, I don't want to <laughs> Is that legal in English to say it like that, or it implies some like okay, okay. So excuse me, all of you that the last two weeks may have thought of, I don't like Mara doesn't like me that much. She said that I say this this and blah blah blah. Um, I, it's just my way of saying etc, or and so on, further on. so I'm learning English with you. I'm a student forever, so keep instructing me. <laughs> And chastise me whenever I'm doing something improper and saying something bad. <laughs> and so on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so of course, to for example, to engage in 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 some systematic methodog- methodological like meditation, let's say. In, in Goras Takaliya Lila's see the Krishna Das Baba depicted in his his, his Gurtika. Uh, of course we will find different trends of Vaishnavism which may also recommend those types of practices in different stages and that's also some topic of how to say, contention yeah. Yeah. like even the giving of Siddha Pranali in different stages and some will not agree that I mean some will say that's not bona fide at all some other will say that's bona fide but not in certain stages and some will say from day one you must receive it, so that's another topic. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at the end it all, all and it ends up in in, in personally dealing with 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 your guru, with your bhajan, siksha guru. But I will personally uh, not encourage like a full immersion in in that type of meditation because to, to begin with, it's not possible. I mean, you cannot just fully immersed in that just yes, I will fall immerse in gorlila. If not it won't happen. Of course you you start knowing something from day one about Mahaprabhu exists, Nityananda Prabhuxists, exists there's something called gorlila. there's something called navad I mean gradually the the whole lotus if you will opens more and more and that starts from day one actually. I mean like like Svila Prabhupada giving Krishna book almost from day one. Mm. although it's such a high thing our guru was speaking about that today (laughs) but he gave that from day one like at least know that this exists and start to to ruminate on that so in one sense you are being engaged on that you know that that exists you start to hear that more often you start to worship more formally those particular forms by that particular Sadhu Sangha you're in, some bhakti, some scars will come, some affinity eventually will come, and some interest in, like, really participating in that will come. So I feel that, again, that's what I consider according to what I've received from my Guru Maharaj. And some others will say, what, well, but Guru Maharaj says something different. So. And there is place to honor that as well. Again, there may be differences in Avideya how to approach a methodology. But I will say that yeah it shouldn't be a forced thing. Like now you sit one hour per day and think about what your Guru Maharaj is doing in the Niti Lila and his Siddhaswaroop at this particular moment. You may not even have a clue about what's a Siddhaswaroop or still you are dealing with so much relativity of your non-Siddha Swarup. <laughs> So some, and if you have not solved that properly in, in the midst of those meditations, so many things may get like hodgepodge, <laughs> not mixed in that way. So I, I will say that, for example, Nista, since you mentioned Nishta, that, that will be a good, let's say, beginning point to, <laughs> to more officially embrace that practice on some level. Because again, there are so many other levels to begin with. And, and I remember someone asked my Guru Maharsha, for example, uh, like, for example, regarding the leela of Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. Is it healthy to, to, to at least know in general what's going on in each of these eight periods? And along my day, mm-hmm. whenever I, I remember that, I, 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 oh, today today's like, today is now, it's like, whatever, 6 p.m. So, okay, this particular moment of this, and just think about it. Oh, at this moment, Mahaprabhu is doing this. Is it okay? He said, "Yeah, it's okay. Of course, <laughs> it's not like, no, no. It won't be. It won't be. It will be unbecoming. You will bloop yourself by doing that. No, I mean you are thinking about Bhagavan and what he's doing. At, and that creates some sense of mm. 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 some some form of mamata, some type of <laughs> possessiveness. No, we belong." I want to belong there, he belo- whatever. In some level, you create that type of connection. But again, on some other level, that will become more of an, of an official necessity, if you will. <laughs> you will go to your Guru Maharaj and say, Please help me. <laughs> no, I need to go there. I want... How, how can I... How, what, how, what do I have to do mm-hmm. to, to feel myself closer to that? I, I, I realize that's a necessity. I realize, I, I, it's no longer something there and I'm here. I'm like I want to to be sure I'm walking in that direction. So what I have to do to really advance? Again, that has to do with Nishta, with the Madhyam mentality that our Guru Maharsha will say is mainly concerned with making progress. That's the idea of being a Madhyam. I want to make progress, not because I want to be the best, but because I humbly feel the need to, because of the call that came. So naturally at this point, one will be able oneself to embrace a more substantial sadhana in this internal sense of uh, trying to even make that part of one sadhana, like increase one sadhana to these other aspects that maybe in the beginning were not there. And there's place for that eventually. You can you can sit and try to meditate. <laughs> Again, for us, it may be some pouring thing, like sit and meditate on the lila and what's going on, if that's still foreign for you, maybe because you are not ready for that yet. <laughs> but, but maybe you hear those things if you feel like, I feel attracted to that. Of course, that attraction has to be put to test. It's not just, I feel attracted. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's, if at the same time you feel attracted to so many other types of smartness, <laughs> too many other things. That's what Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta said. The qualification for Raghunuga Bhakti is lova, greed. But he said, that means you have no longer greed for anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or as much as mm-hmm. one thing is no longer there, you can speak about really having greed. in. There. Because if not, it's just, again, lip service. Oh yeah, Raghunuga Bhakti and lova, lauliam and Krishna and Brandan. But then, again, you have your... You're a life member of Starbucks and all this stuff. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to lose that life membership. You project that even beyond this life, I would like to be eternal life membership. <laughs> Guruji, is there a Starbucks in Etienne? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> there's not, just in case. There's no Starbucks, there's no social media. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, but it's it's real. I mean, it's real. Imagine that ever now comes the Bimana If you will come, okay, let's go to Nitenawa. You have to leave your cell phone here. I think I will. I will wait for a while.
3: Mm-hmm. Have some messages, you
0: <laughs> <laughs> some new likes, some new. I mean. <laughs> You have to play out all the implications of of, of this stuff no? so but yeah I will, I will say again it it's up to one's guru and, and the type of siksha one is receiving, and of course when what, where one is situated, but of course, there is place for increasing this, this and the smart and smarting of course can be something that also will happen not necessarily I will sit and meditate, but naturally will will come out of its own accord the more we may get purified also through kirtan. That's what Prabhupada Bhaktisanta say. Kirtan of Prabhupada, and Kirtan will bring smart naturally. He, I mean, he was a lot of this emphasis that by kirtan, you will naturally get smart. Mm-hmm. But of course, it doesn't mean that it's forbidden for you to sit and try to absorb in particular lilas that you may... But again, that's not just an like an exercise, I mean, it will begin, of course, in one level, more like an exercise, but you have to understand this has, is to become a constant fluent, fluent, you say, Mm -hmm. flowing reality Mm -hmm. in me. In the beginning, I, I may not be that accomplished in the practice, but it's also important to exercise our, again, imagination in the context of revelation, it's not just that you give rise to whatever comes on the way of, of your mind. Oh well Mahaprabhu again enters the Starbucks and now social media is calling. No, that's not happening in the Lila. So imagination exercise in the context of revelation. So there is certain parameters given in Shastra about who is Mahaprabhu, what's the mood there, what's Gorlila, what's going what's happening, what you are supposed to do there. <laughs> so on, do, on, that, on those parameters, when you have those things clearly in place in your case, you can enter into those realms without risk. But to get those things in place, in place, probably reaching Nishta, which has to do a lot with not only firm faith, faith, but firm knowledge, firm Shastri knowledge that will nourish your faith. Because firm faith means firm knowledge of Shastri, because our faith is Shastri Estrada, <laughs> there, as we spoke yesterday. I mean When we say firm faith, it means firm firm Shastra, Mm -hmm. sustaining my faith, because my faith is in the context of what revelation is sharing. So, as much as those things are in place, and again, Sri Guru is like, following the, the particular case and examining that and seeing the progress and suggesting, okay, you can now add this to your sadhana. You can recite these prayers. You can recite this. Sometimes that can take the form of you can read this particular section. Of this particular book, and, uh, 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 and and it becomes more and more specific. Again, in the beginning, it just okay read the Bhagavatam, or even not don't read the Bhagavatam, <laughs> read something else, or don't read. <laughs> in some cases, Rupa said that to some of his disciples. We're reading the Bhagavatam, but we're having some strange ideas, <laughs> and probably said, "You are reading too much." <laughs> <laughs> Close the book for a while, yeah. <laughs> and at some point, okay, open the book again, and now and open that book, and I open that chapter of that book, and now go to that verse of that chapter of that book, and, and, and so on. So again, that takes time in each case. It's difficult, it's different, and but, but yeah, there is place for a methodology of. Of remembrance Again, I'm not saying everyone, every single person at one point has to do that. Not necessarily. We have known of many devotees who have reached high stages of Smaran. Because Smaran also is not necessarily also... Okay, I will sit and I will remember certain things. Also, it has to do with the function of the mind. That when the mind is... Spe- re- reaches a certain level of spiritualization, it will naturally like reflect... Transcendence there, so it's a way of internally being connected with that frequency there. Mm. But of course, we can also try to use our again mental capacities in, in connection with the lila. That, that's the whole idea. I mean, if you engage in Shravan and kirtan, eventually that has to translate into Shmaran I mean, if you hear about something, speak about something, hear about things, speak about something, at one point you will start. This will enter here through, but will I say it here? But it's here basically. No? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you will remember certain. They will think about the things, and for me also a way of speaking about smaran, which sometimes you say remember. It's not just like remember, like this is happening, this happened, but also, I you know you are hearing Sri Guru, the Vaishnavas, Harikatha, or whatever experience you had in your own sadhana and reflecting on that, mm. and thinking about that, thats for me also is a way of smaram, if you will. Because there are different types of smarams. Nam smaram, guna smaram, rupa smaram, lila smaram. Sometimes smaram is almost exclusively connected with lila smaram, but that's only one of different ones. No? Mm-hmm. So N- nam smaram for me is not only ma- Srinam is sounding in my mind, but also I'm chanting Srinam so many things are happening, or something is happening at least, <laughs> and whatever happens as a result of Nam, I am thinking about that. That for me also is Nam Smara. Mm-hmm. You are reflecting on the consequences of your chanting. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Shmaram. I mean, you have to do something about what comes out of the chanting and out of every single thing you're doing. Your hearing, your association, that creates some... You have to ruminate on that and that's for me smart that's a, a, a way of conceiving smart also. Problem, my point is not just I see it okay this is the I memorized the eight verses Mahaprabhus hmm, auspicious eight eight daily fall, eight fall activities so okay now this time 3.36 to 6 he's doing this 6 to 8 24 he's doing this 8.24 to 10.48 he's doing this 1048 to 336, he's doing this, Madhya Lila, and this, no? No, no. It's not just copy-paste in a mechanical way. Mm-hmm. It may be much more <laughs> productive if you are ruminating about whatever, the class you hear from certain Bajshan the, the day before, for many devotees, not just like, yeah. I remember, I, I know the whole Asatoya Lila now, I know everything that Mahaprabhu is doing. I'm meditating on that, but but that can be tricky also if you're not ready <laughs> for So these type of ideas are to be meditated on in the context of, of course, trying to with the hope of participating in that, of seeing ourselves reflected in that on some level, and doing that in a sincere way, knowing mm-hmm. what's the price to enter there. So for that, we need to ruminate on so many also. Teachings, and Siddhanta, because all that Siddhanta again is the foundation to the to the land of Baba. Mm-hmm. Our Gurmash will say Siddhanta is the. How does he say? Is the canvas on which the the the, the 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 what? The art of Krishna Lila is drawn, mm-hmm. <laughs> of Gaur Lila. Krishna Lila, Gaur Lila is like a painting, like a piece of art. But the canvas on which is that's made is made of Siddhanta or Tattva. So. So we need to have the foundational ground in place for the lila to really happen. Because if not, all the players will like, oh, there is no ground here. <laughs> 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 and you will be the, the only one drowning there, actually. All the players are in safe <laughs> land there. <but laughs> so, so, yeah, some ideas. I hope that helps. Malangopal <laughs> <laughs> pool.
2: I was just thinking about this um, from Tamal Krishna's question um, that, that line Kirtanakrabhadi uh, Smarnanasvabhadi and in Prabhupada Siddhanta's idea of I was just thinking that it's not it's not about like integrity and Sattva or Ravana Bhakti and Martin, um but in his idea of Sankirtan it's kind of what you've been speaking about um, uh, like Okta where is approaching Shri um, kind of in the context of you're talking about Nartas and these things we're trying to qualify ourselves and cleanse our hearts and change the dark and the margin but it's actually all um, it's like his idea of sun kirtan, um, complete kirtan, where you're engaging everything. So, um, in that in that context, where you're becoming prayer, um, then you'll find your swabhava. You know, that will be born out of that, out of engaging everything in that spirit. Um, Smaran will come from that. So. And under the guidance of, a, of your guru, um, you know, as you, as you become attracted to these things, there may be more given, but then you keep going on developing yourself um, in that sun kirtan, that complete engaging everything. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not like a separate process, mm-hmm. like I have to get rid of my anartas for it, but it's mm-hmm. <clears> not <throat> both. Yeah. Not either or,
0: but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the point that we, you mentioned, that we were mentioning, that eventually our serup will... will descend, if you will. <laughs> but it won't happen from one day to, a, to another. So by proper engagement in Sankirtan, what you mentioned, I mean, eventually some affinity will start to come, and some further guidance will start to come, and some different degrees of Shmaran will start to happen. It's not that one day I'm there like fully absorbing my ultimate identity and meditating in every single Lila while doing everything else, but gradually some affinity is there and I will ask guidance for Guru. And Guru will also uh, advise according to each one's, not only stage, by nature, because different devotees may be in the same stage mm-hmm. with different natures. Um, one devotee will be Whatever, engage in certain external activities and internally connected to Smaran because of being in that stage. And some other will may sit and, well, I mean, you have a Krishna Das Babaji <laughs> and, and a, I don't know, Bhaktivedayitamadavan Maharaj. The two of them were disciples of Prabhupada Bhaktivedanta, and one was like like standard preacher and opening temples and. Expanding the campaign, and the other one was just like, just quote unquote, rolling on the ground and visiting one temple and singing, you know, rolling on the ground, reaching right, another right. temple. and
2: Yeah, and, and <laughs> Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta's Kirtan, mm-hmm. those are both mm-hmm. Kirtan. His, his Kirtan yeah. that he's speaking yeah. about there is, yeah. you know, establishing printing presses and opening temples and doing like. <clears throat> That's yeah. also, you know,
0: as Babaji. Yeah, that's why he put the printing press on the side of the Raghunaga Bhakti logo <laughs> of you know, that's like That for me, the first time I saw it, was like, oh my God. No. <laughs> you have to be really dynamic to, to process this. I mean, Raghunaga Bhakti put the printing press there. I'm like, what? <laughs> the Bhagavatam and Radha Krishna and all these super esoteric elements and the printing press. <laughs> he wanted to make... The point, and, and as we mentioned, spoke the other day, the mo- as much as you would like to criticize Prabhupada to saying he was not the Raghavakta, he was not the Raghavakta, but before starting all this revolutionary campaign, he was chanting a billion names. So, I mean, he was a, a Vajananandi, he was absorbed. I mean, he was chanting three lakhs per day for almost a decade. And then he woke up. And then he said, okay, let's open a printing press. That the background of his printing press is three lakhs per day for a decade. So <laughs> it's not that he was like, like hyperactive and he needed to, to do something because I, I cannot sit and do bhajan. I mean, for him, for him it was difficult to give up, get up from his bhajan. Mm-hmm. For us, it's difficult to sit down to do bhajan. For him, it was difficult because so much taste is there. I mean, I can I, Try to imagine if I only tell you, try to chant one lakh one day, you start to have a headache maybe. Imagine if I tell you 3 lakhs one day, maybe you faint. If I say you 3 lakhs 10 years, you are no longer here. Like whew, mm-hmm. Some fire appears and whew, you <laughs> are consumed in the, in the flames. Thousand, and, and he was doing that. Hmm? 192 rounds per day, okay, thank technically you speaking. Guys, yeah. Multiply by ten, nine, 9 years three or something. 1
1: lakh is
0: 1,000? 1 lakh is 64, 64 rounds. Okay relaxes 192 rounds in
1: one
0: day one day which implies 24 hours basically <laughs> <laughs> and when he finished he, because that's a bow he made some bhajans do that bow it's to chant 1 billion names mm-hmm. so and it <laughs> say when he finished chanting the last one ram ram hari hari one paper can fly to the Bajan Kutri he was like in the jungle there was this verse of the Chaitanya Charitambhita Mahaprabhu was telling to Sanatana Goswami, Rupa Goswami, go to Vrindavan, open temples, write mm-hmm. books, install the deity, establish the standard for conduct for the Vaishnavas. So, he said, okay. <laughs> it's difficult to wake up, but he woke up <laughs> and he engaged in Sankirtan, in that particular Sankirtan. Ujjala mm-hmm. Ragapata and Ras so will say that. That is Bhakti Siddhantavani, he says. The real existence of Bhaktisiddhanta is there. That's another story to explain that line. <laughs> how to mm-hmm. to engage everything in, in that Sankirtan in such a way that all our attraction for this world disappears and eventually how to worship the Ragamar with reverence. Ragamar is not about reverence, but he will say we are to worship that path with reverence. It's not that Raghunam is reverent, but we have reverence for the path of passionate love. The more reverence we have, and the more we absorb all our faculties in the context of Hari and Kirtan and consume all our tendencies and desires engaging everything in the context of the pursuit of that mark. Eventually, we will see our desires and, and greed replaced in a proper direction and, again, more and more facility for engaging in internal life and Shmaram, and so on. So, so. But again, this is an important point, different devotees, different natures, that's a place for that, Bhakti Jeevan Janardo Maharaj, was also a disciple of Prabhupada Bhaktisiddhanta, and he was almost the only one who was allowed to speak about Radha Dasyam in detail. And not only to speak, but for sure to study and go in-depth of all the implications. And, but not everyone was doing that. But there was place for that in some cases. So again, it's not just like Madangopo was saying, not black and white, so many shades of gray in between. (laughs) Okay. Something more? Yeah.
4: I might not be able to say this, right? I'm just, you're talking about getting connections, interconnections and whatnot, and all these past questions which have been talked about I was just thinking about this idea of the separation I guess between well, what you just described seemed to be Srila Bhattisadatta becoming prayer as you've been talking about it and I'm wondering if this is connected to you know his preface to the Bhajan Rahasya he talks about Archana mm-hmm. and Bhajan some say that archan is Bhajan and Bhajan is Archana but he would say that Archana is part of Bhajan it it seemed like it's the ultimate and non-separation that, I don't know how I'm trying to say it but where one person may see there's material and spiritual and then the material and spiritual become I guess like a sadhaka type thing and then eventually there's a separation between the worshipper and the worshipped but then ultimately there's no separation and that's Bacha? <laughs> I may just be saying a whole lot of he jazz here. but <laughs> I'm trying to connect that idea with what you've been talking about and, and trying to understand this also in context of the preface of another book that talked about the different mm. types of smarnum. And the first part of smarnum means that you got a little bit of smarnum, but it's, there's separation in between it. Mm. And then that becomes more... Continuous. eventually you get to this oil <laughs> line, and then there's samadhi. But it, it seems like all of this is happening kind of simultaneously, in, in different ways, and that you don't necessarily have to orchestrate it. But one's learning about the lila. There's another part, I remember Guru Mahal, I was talking about, Diva Goswami saying that, I don't remember the term, kram Vikram mm-hmm. like, Learning the Leela mm. and also becoming steady and then to connect it back to that part, it seems like someone may get into one of the nine processes, and any of those processes you have a separation, but eventually that leads to a smarnam, because all of them are gonna lead to that. Mm. And then once that smarnam's there eventually bhajan happens. Mm. I don't know what i'm getting at here but it seems like i'm just trying to make connections and i'm just throwing it out there and seeing okay. that's the problem
0: having a jazz musician asking questions yeah.
4: i apologize i, I thought about just keeping it to myself no one came forward for a question
0: to question jazz music makes for an ending that's no one's question. chase and possibilities only one of my problems <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm a genius.
4: I'm afflicted by my own (laughs) genius. Anyway, if you made sense of any of that, uh, what what do you think? I mean, because it... I don't know. It seems like
0: it's... (laughs) Yeah. Well, to begin with, I... I I do not... I I have read that introduction, but I do not recall it in full detail. Okay. Okay. Because I have to make that statement first, but of course I fully trust what you are telling us about that introduction of that book, Bhajan Rahasya. And yes, sometimes the concept of Archon and Bhajan are presented kind of separate, the very, the very logo of, Of again, going back to the logo, Godiamat. I
4: think he even mentioned that, that like the Archon, like a Kanishka conception of that, there would be a separation between mm. the mm. worshiper mm. and the mm. worship, mm. And, and then that... Archan could be Bhajan, but it's not necessarily.
0: Archakul could?
4: Archana. It could be. I mean, it was like, Bhajan was like a level of, mm-hmm. if you know I mean, eventually there's not a separation between the worshiper and the worshiper. Mm-hmm. And that was connected to Ragh as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I was just thinking that, you know, it, it seems connected to the Kirtan leading into Smaran, or any of these practices yeah. at so-called yeah. lower level, yeah. whatever level we're at is the level yeah. we're at, but yeah. it leads to Bhajan and Samara. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I remember someone asking Guru Maharaj, for example, one day, what? should one think about Krishna's pastimes when chanting Japa? And he said, if those pastimes comes naturally out of your chanting... At some point that that should happen, then it's okay. I mean, you don't have to. But if not, it's better that you concentrate on chanting. Because if you start, you are chanting, and forcefully, if you will, you try to meditate on the lila. You are doing something else. You're doing lila smaran, but not nam japa, if you will. But if your nam japa naturally, like, overflows in the form of certain smaran not only that's not to be stopped, but that's like the real fruit of what we, you are doing, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's to be celebrated, if you will. So, kind of in, in connection to what, what you are asking, this type of merging, if you will, between one practice and the other. I mean, if you are really engaged in, in chanting japa and Kirtan at certain advanced stages, all the things will come, basically. I mean, because Nam, as we know, includes... Guna, Rupa, and Lila. But we are to begin in Nam. That's the emphasis also that jiva Goswami makes in What you refer to as Kram, Bikram in bhakti and that he speaks about Nam, Guna, Rupa, Lila. And at the same time, he speaks about Sravan, Kirtan, Smaran. So he gives this notion that first you do Nam Sravan, Nam Kirtan, Nam Smaran. Mm-hmm. Rupa, Shmar, Rupa Shravan, Rupa Kirtan, Rupa Shmaran. Guna Shravan, Guna Kirtan, Guna Smaran, mm-hmm. Lila Shravan, Lila Kirtan, Lila Smaran. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then only he reaches Lila Shmaran. No, uh, but first, so, but of course, again, not, but all that begins with, with Nam. So not, Nam is like including all these other stages. Nam continues, but Rupa is appearing. Guna is appearing, lila is appearing, in the context of your name. It's not that, okay, now In lila shmaran doesn't necessarily exclude, you say, exclude kirtan. It's not that only if you're sitting and just thinking about the lila is lila shmaran. Sometimes that may be the lower type of lila shmaran. (laughs) If you just sit and try to meditate on the lila, but someone may be kirtan doing kirtan... Ah, oh, that's not so high. Lila shmaran is high. Maybe he's in a lila, deeper lila shmaran, <laughs> that the one that you try to do more mechanically. I all think about this and so <laughs> so. Yeah. So that kind of applies with the concept of, of course, of art and and, and bhajan. That yeah, following what our Maharaj will say, in the beginning the, there is this distancing of worshiper and worship, and and the more and that has a lot to do with this line: "Pujolaraga a babangi." The more you bridge the gap hmm? by offering everything in this world for your deity and in the context of that trying to offer yourself installments (laughs) that bridge the gap between you and and the deity. So the the distance and the difference between worshipped and worshipper is gapped more and more at one point. You won't conceive that in terms even of of worship, because Archana has to do also, I will say, with the conception worship. But if you speak about bhajan, bhajan, strictly speaking, is, the term worship is not correct. I mean, everyone in Brindavan is engaged in bhajan, but nobody is worshiping Krishna. <laughs> you follow? Everyone loves Krishna, nobody worships Krishna. Everyone worships Narayan for the sake of Krishna. <laughs> As Mahārāj will say, Nanda Maharaj or whoever is worshipping Narayan, Nandishwar, Sīlā or Śrīman Nārāya, Narayan, externally they are doing archan, they are expressing by the bhakti in the context of the lila, but their mind is somewhere else. <laughs> As our mind may be somewhere else when we are worshipping the deity, <laughs> but their mind is somewhere else, and that somewhere else is always Krishna. <laughs> so. So yeah, Brindavan. They do not worship Krishna. They love Krishna. <coughs> like, like this happened when Uddhav said that to, to Nanda Maharaj. Going back to that same situation and say, what did he say? Like uh, something like yeah, you you are so fortunate because your son is to be served, and worshiped. But everyone and he looked like again like you are totally dysfunctional. <laughs> No, he's not to be served nobody here is you know, like worshipping him ro- worshipping him and so on they love him naturally like a loki sad Loki Kabandu to say it. in Brindan, that's the psychology like an ordinary friend basically a, a village friend this is our village friend Krishna my village boy my village this my village that mm-hmm. ordinary point of quote unquote. that's the ex- top most extraordinariness. but but yeah, our archana, if we are in. Our our archana has to progress in the context of Pajan. Externally, you will be offering the same things, but internally, or, or maybe even as, as as your internal offering progresses, as we will know, the external offerings will simplify mm-hmm. more and more and more and more. So we were speaking with Subal yesterday till you have your Govardhan Sheila and your standards to to worship him to do daily Abhishek with your tears, mm-hmm. as Mahaprabhu recommended to das Goswami. You worship Him. How to worship? You just bathe Him daily with your tears. Okay, <laughs> That's the highest. That's not Padati, That's not in the Padati. <laughs> That's the padati of the Goswamis and Mahaprabhu. So that will come. Many times we hear that. All these elements that are in the art of Artic are, are, are plate eventually are to emanate from us naturally. And then we can say you get the the PhD from Archana to, to Bhajan, if you will. I think the pranam mantra for Gadadhar Pani composed maras it's saying that. Ashru Pai and mm-hmm. he's worshiping the Bhagavatam. Mm-hmm. As you do Bhagavad Puja before honoring the Bhagavatam sometimes and some Pan is offer incense and blood to the Bhagavatam and water. In the conchal, but Godada was offering. The conchal were his two eyes The flower was his heart, and he was offering the fragrance of his bhakti. So the whole arctic play was personified in him. He, you don't have, again, there's no difference. I, I'm not offering this, I am the whole thing he <laughs> offered. So, yeah, as much as we progress this type of sayuja has to take place if you will <laughs> healthy merging if you will okay so I think we are in time but I don't know if there is one some, one more question maybe before finishing if you have last thing to add contribute or mm-hmm. so I have
1: a little bit of a similar question to that Tamal Krishna asked he, had, he, had, he, had, he was a little more eloquent about it and I, um, but I, because I wrote this thing down and I made stars next to it yesterday when you <laughs> said this thing, because it was very um, a little bit confronting for me personally. So it's you said we have to enter into the specificity of the path. If we reply that my path is love of Krishna, hmm. that is a type of impersonalism.
0: Mm-hmm. That idea came to the other day, yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, it, it it was a little bit shocking.
0: That was idea. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, and I felt... Um,
0: On some level, I say that. that, of course, no?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, okay, well, you're... Like, is there a methodology or you're saying this and, and then what am I supposed to do with that? But I think... I think um, it is... I mean, that was, like... I feel better after what you said. Like, it's a natural process, you know. Mm. But if you could talk a little bit, um, you know, because I'm, yeah, like, I'm still trying to not yell at my children and, you know, like...
0: In the context of Raga Nogabak. Yes, in the context. (laughs) And I do,
1: and I think this idea of even just being aware is so powerful, like being aware of where we want to go mm-hmm. which is something that is yeah it's very almost novel to me <laughs> but it seems so powerful mm-hmm. to even like even if it even if i'm so far from that but to even feel like okay i know where i want to go mm-hmm. so if you could talk a little bit about you've mentioned a few times you know this affinity will develop mm-hmm. So, can you talk a little bit about, in practical terms, like you were saying, maybe a name of Krishna or stories? Mm -hmm. So you're Mm -hmm. saying, like you, what is that? What is that? Mm -hmm. Find some.
0: That's what is, yeah, yeah. that's what is supposed to happen, right? For sure, we are all, all of us are here for that, basically, and we want the real thing. (laughs) Hopefully, we don't want to remain stuck in a neophyte level. I mean it's glorious as we say yesterday to be a kanista Adikari. You already have Adhikar for Bhakti. There is a glory to that, but we don't want to remain toddlers, you say in English, mm-hmm. for eternity. I mean that's not the, the, the idea. So of course as you also mentioned when I mentioned this idea of to think love of God is the ultimate goal, at certain stage that's a form of impersonalism in the sense that at certain stage, certain level of personalism is required that if you deny that it's impersonal i mean impersonalism is denial of personalism not only in the context of who bhagavan is for me but also who i am for him who i am supposed to be for him at this stage of my life I, I, it, it no longer stands the idea of i'm an eternal, eternal servant of krishna you may repeat the dogma, but at right. one point that won't be enough. Krishna will say, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to hear more. More detail, more specificity, please. No. Again, not in a forced way, but... but being open to that. Yeah, and an, an understanding it, it, it has to happen naturally like that, because, and as you mentioned, this idea of having the goal in mind, that's really sobering that's totally sobering and puts everything in context. If, if we really have the capacity of maintaining that goal present, not as, not as a threat or as a paranoia, but I mean, I want all of this to converge at that point. <laughs> Even if at the beginning our idea of that is still general because that may be general. What's yeah. your goal? Again, love for God. golok Brindavan, Nitinavadi, Put the name you want still maybe a general idea. But even the general idea is so powerful, mm-hmm. so sobering. If you really play out again the implications of that I I will say that it's as important maybe in the beginning the Penage case and the stages, but for me it's as important to establish where we want to go that where we are now. Mm-hmm. Our Gumras will emphasize the two things of course because one without the other is like Headache. If you only emphasize, "I want to go there," 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 (laughs) but you don't have a clue where you are now, who you are now. What you? I mean, it's just like fantasy, and you may get some emotional dysfunctionality in the name of "I want to go there," (laughs) and you will end up with in the madhouse. Like, "I want to go there," "I want to go there," "I want to go there." (laughs) I'm seeing Krishna, (laughs) but the opposite is the same. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm this. And you over-identify with your relativity and you're in a blah, 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 and so on. <laughs> and you forget. Yeah. You know, all this potential, all this bright horizon is waiting for us. So, so we hear from our Acharyas. You know, speaking in our particular case, from our Guru Maharaj, I mean, he really, he, he spends so much time trying to make us clear where should we want to go? <laughs> I mean, he's really investing himself in that for years. I mean, it's not that he has nothing to do, or he does that only for fun or something. <laughs> we have to understand why... You, at one point, you have to ask yourself, why my Guru is speaking so much about these things? Why? I mean, there is some intention for me in that connection, or... or, or? because you can simplify all that in a simplistic way oh he's so high and he's speaking from that place because he's there but I'm so falling and all this false humility actually show <laughs> but if you start to really relate to that and commit to that and really okay, he's that was for that's for me also of course he may speak about something more relative and you may feel more immediately at home oh that's me that an art. that embarrassing stuff oh yeah I know that one <laughs> But in one sense, <clears throat> the challenge for us is we should gradually learn to get more identified with the higher prospect that with the lower present situation we may be in. Mm-hmm. That's a challenge. Maybe in, be, in the beginning we get more identified, oh yeah, last greed, envy, this and art, the... yeah, that's me. That's easy, <laughs> easy to identify. That's a form of complacency. Oh yeah, that's me. And you close yourself to being something else. I identify well, I la- mm. but when he starts to speak about high topics, if you will, we sometimes do not relate to that in the name of humility, but that's not necessarily humility. Mm. Of course, we do not have to rush and say, oh yeah, I'm there, I'm that. No? But we should feel like for some reason this is happening, for some reason Krishna is making my guru dance in this particular way and say what he's saying, and I'm there to witness, so... He show, he's trying to show me something. <laughs> he's trying to show me <clears throat> there, somehow. He's trying to tell me, this is all you can be. You like this prospect? I'm there waiting for you. You want to come with me? And so on. <laughs> I mean, he may not say in that saying, but he's saying that. I mean, if you have years to years, you say, he's, he himself is that portal and I am to enter there. That means to drink his harikata. It's not just sitting, taking some notes, and continuing with ordinary life. Understanding, portal is opening, and I am there to enter, and it's no return ticket. <laughs> so, so the more we we realize that, the more we will re- develop a certain urge hmm, to. Okay, I, I, at the same time, I feel totally far from that. That may happen. It's not that. Okay, I'm ready for that, and ha- I. No, at the same time you realize okay, but still I'm here but the goal is here (laughs) and my guru is the the personified goal coming to me every single time, visiting me that's how we should see Sri Guru is priorian tatwa embodied (laughs) because for us goal is yeah, love of Krishna what's guru, sadhu? the personification of one type of particular love for Krishna appearing in front of your eyes and speaking and moving and shaking us and trying to (laughs) to make inviting us there so so the more we we commit to that call the more naturally something will start to happen inside of us something has to happen if not we are I mean we are sentient beings we are not robots so we start to feel something and some call and some affinity in particular, direction that generally will be defined by <coughs> by the sadhu sangha, the, mo- the, the most substantial sadhu sangha that is affecting our lives, or maybe have affected our lifetimes previously, because that can happen. If you have been practicing for more than one lifetime, you may already come with certain... We w- you will have inherent bhakti. Bhakti is inherent in those cases. <laughs> so... So you will feel some affinity in one direction or another. That 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 will take place. I mean, I I like to hear. One will feel. I like to hear. Oh, when Gurma speaks about those particular lila, I feel some special call there. It's not that I reject the other things. No, we have to be careful about that. Not like we were speaking the other day. You know. Okay, I go to Sakya Rasa because I don't like Madhurya Rasa. But that's not the way to go to Sakya Rasa. <laughs> Or I go to Madhuri Ras because Sakya Rasa is not the big thing for me. But Madhuri Ras is the big thing for you because if not, you, I mean, you are nowhere yet. <laughs> nowhere, quote-unquote. So eventually, some, some affinity will come. Again, it's not some fourth thing. And of course, the affinity, I'm speaking here in, in the connection to the realm of, of Krishna Lila, but to begin with, we have to go again through the gate of Gaur and Gurlila we all will meet there in Dasya Rasa with a tinge of sakya for Mahaprabhu and so on. So we are first to be fully established there. And if we pass that test then we will understand what's the Sakya and the Madhurya and all this dynamics in Vrindavan. Which has Dasya as a foundation somehow or other. So yeah. Yeah, gradually that will come and if that comes Guru is there to nourish that you will, you will have to speak with your guardians and say Gurudeva I have this affinity I'm not sure if that's real affinity please put me to test <laughs> that's all that's important it's not that you come and Gurudeva I'm totally sure that this is the real I mean I don't know I, I think so but please I would like to really have integrity in my whatever affinity comes so please put me to test and if that's real help me to nourish that I don't have a clue where to start, so whatever. <laughs> so he may re- recommend, you can read these, you can recite these verses every day, you can, whatever, sing these particular songs, study these particular books, hear these particular lectures, and in time some other things will come, internally, and and, and, and whatever is going on internally, you will go and confirm that externally, if you will, with your guardian, there will be some Blessings and further advice, adjustment, and again, you take up certain sadhana internally. It's a dialogue. We are we are constructing this this project, this identity, along with our <laughs> with our gardens. You know? So again, it's not just like a fixed rules, but yeah. and do not feel if if that's not happening yet, it's no need to rush. Like oh no, my I'm seeing that two or three of my God siblings already have some affinity. I don't know what's my affinity. I should have some affinity. Again, Dasya is there to begin for all. And not to begin only, but for eternity now. And we may not have an affinity for that yet. (laughs) So, better be sure that you have an affinity for real Dasya. As a Sadaka now. Because if that's not there, I mean, whatever, any other thing is just like... It's like a castle in the flower in the sky, as they say, you know? push Kosh. Oh <laughs> so we are sadhakas. So we are not much emphasize that so much. No? You want your Siddha Deha, but you already have a Sadaka Deha. Right. So if you properly do all the things you have to do with this as a Sadaka, Siddha Deha will come as a result of that. It's another way of saying fully embrace the Dasya that is connected with your Siddha Sadaka Deha and whatever other mood is connected with your see that they have brush, that will come out of the, its own accord. So. Yeah. yeah, Keeping in the proper association and engaging serious bhajan—that's the, the formula, if you will, of success. You know I mean, remaining under the protective, protective you say, circle, and doing the cro- correct things in that correct circle <laughs> everything will come brother. ok so I think we can finish here Srila mm-hmm. Gurudev ki jai Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai Kiyadinaam Sankirtan ki jai Shisei Radha Bihari ki jai Kriiraj Maharaj yeah. ki jai Shisei ki jai Golbhakta Bhanda ki jai Golbhamananda ki